Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest today is uh, Democratic mayoral candidate, write-in candidate for mayor, Valerie Faust. And she's here to talk about what issues she's been raising over the past couple of weeks. So, Valerie, what's your overriding concerns right now? Right now, um, well, thanks uh, for having me on, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Uh, great service to provide. Uh, yeah, my overwhelming concern right now is the state of emergency action that was taken by the city. And uh, and that is because I think that it wasn't used um, rightfully. Thank okay. That the situation uh, called for that type of action. Okay. So if you were mayor right now, what would you have done? Well, if I were mayor, and, and of course it's all, um, I'm not in that seat, but if I were mayor, what I would have been doing is really galvanizing uh, a, a group to inner city people to come together to talk about these uh, murders, this crime, our sons and cousins and views and relatives are, are committing and try mm-hmm. to talk. So I, I feel that um, we're doing a knee-jerk thing by going to call the state of emergency. Now, I'm not against the state of emergency ability. To, that That is a, the right of the mayor to do. But I just think that it was brought into play as a desperate means to control gun violence. But, uh, but when you, uh, and I'm going to use the word attack, but when you attack someone with no due process and no real conversation or warning and uh, you have that absolute power to do that, that's very Mm -hmm. scary, especially in the black community, especially in any community because state of emergency give the leaders total control and uh, a total right to do anything they want to do that they think they need to be doing. And so, um, the way this was done, I think it was not not right. So you can't try to solve a problem by just dealing with the fruit or the the result of 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 the the action. We really have to get to these people. We have to get to the people, and you're not going to more police. You know, Cynthia, if you if you just follow through the the history of this of the United States. Uh, more police never really solved any problem. Uh, in fact, in many cases, it made it worse. And also, in many cases, the ones who really suffered from more police, more 
more law enforcement, more restrictions, uh, harsher jail sentences, unfair practices in the justice system. It's always affect African Americans and brown people more. So you have to really get to the root of the problem. These kids, these people, and a lot of them are even kids in their 30s and 40s, and some have been a little older. Um, of course, there were some younger uh, perpetrators as well and victims. So you really, it, we're not going to solve it by calling a state of emergency and shutting down businesses with, with no due process and no evidence and no real uh, reason to, to do it unless it's an underlying reason that is not being shared uh, in the public, you know. But um, so, yeah, I would, I would um, of course, you need the police. I'm for the police. I'm for uh, reform police actions and uh, reforming the police department. But you have to use that in conjunction with people uh, reaching people, reaching the community, that, that the crimes are happening in, reaching the people who live in that community, reaching the ward leaders over that community, reaching the uh, young people who know all about the crimes and talking to them and, and getting them together along with the police, with the community, with City Hall, and um, uh, and, and work that way, you know. It's, it's no one thing going to get rid of it and definitely not calling in more law enforcement. And you do an arbitrary You just used the phrase a couple of minutes ago, absolute authority. From um, watching everything that's going on, is this the first time that you believe Kathy Sheehan has used absolute authority, or is there other cases and other circumstances? Oh. Oh yeah, there there are other cases. Um, you know, let's take the lead program. Remember, um, I'm sure you remember how she uh, and I call it uh, disrespect, a great disrespect of the 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 uh, stakeholders. How she took the program under and brought it to City Hall and said that they would run it and they would take take over the funding of it. I mean, not the funding, but take over the funds that run the program and did not tell uh, the stakeholders um, in, in an, a timely and respectful way. You know, even Alice Green was saying, what the heck is, is she doing? And others were appalled by that action. That was like, I don't have to discuss anything with any of you stakeholders. I'm the mayor, and I'm just going to take this program because you're not doing what you need to do, and we're just going to take it over. So, yeah, that was the incident of using power and authority to to make another arbitrary decision. Even if the decision was a good decision, it's how it was handled. You can't run a business, a, a home, a a city, state, whatever, disrespecting the people that you serve or that you are to help. And so um, that makes for bad blood. And, yeah, so there there were, you know, other occasions. I think I can even mention the time when um, uh, Black Lives Matter was out there in front of the police station and um, how they went in to break up the camp and not really have a – decent sit-down 
conversation with the leaders of that protest, but instead um, I heard that it was a 15-minute notice that they came, at least that was in print, um, allegedly it was 15 minutes notice, and and they just came out, the policemen just came out, and they really raided the camp. That's what it was. I'll use that phrase, raided the camp and arrested mm-hmm. people and whatnot. So, again, that was like, okay, we could do this, you know. And um, and Chief uh, Chief Hawkins seems to uh, – I've got to be careful with this, but um, to me it seems like Mayor Sheen rules Chief Hawkins. And uh, that may, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. It seems like he's not standing up <clears throat> to be the strong leader that he can be, but it seems like Kathy kind of pulls his strength. But you can't run a city that way. You need a strong chief. You need a strong mayor. You need uh, someone who, who will work together with all the different uh, departments to make Albany a better uh, a city. Okay, you just mentioned a strong leader, and then two minutes ago you mentioned absolute authority. Is there a is there a difference between absolute authority and a strong leader? Very much so. Very much. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, because uh, a strong and when you walk in power that is, and, and you don't respect the opinions or needs of others, then you're, you're borderlining a dictatorship leadership. And so, but a strong, a strong leader is one who understands that it takes a community to run a city. It takes uh, smart people. It takes uh, bringing all types of people to the table to make decisions. It's uh, respecting others, but knowing how to stand your ground for what is right, but knowing how to respectfully tell people no when no should be said, and knowing how to respect, respectfully listen to people and uh, and make decisions. But to say to people in a meeting, or any situation like, you know, I don't care what you're saying, I'm going to do what I want to do. Uh, that's not a strong leader. That's an aggressive uh, leader who don't, who is not concerned about the needs and the rights of others. And so um, absolute power is, uh, you know, the saying, you know, is um, dangerous. Absolute power is, is dangerous. To, to mm-hmm. be the one who, you know, make decisions. And I think we've seen so much of that, and that's why a lot of people, many, many people in this city are saying we need a change because we we don't want to be ruled by someone like that. We don't want to be uh, waking up in the morning and, and trees, our trees are gone. And this happened maybe a couple of years ago near my neighborhood, and people were, like, complaining, like, we woke up and, and and they had cut down trees on our block, and they didn't even tell us that they were doing that. And uh, mm-hmm. that that's at walking in absolute power. I can do that. I don't have to let them know. Or oh well, th- that wasn't a priority to let them know. This is what we need to do. So let's do it. Or sometimes, you know, the thought is, well, we'll do it first, and we'll deal with the flack later. So 
Um, you, mm-hmm. you can't continue to make those type of decisions. Uh, remember, even Lincoln Park, when, when people woke up or people came by, hadn't driven by there maybe in a day or two, and you come back and you see uh, trees, you know, uh, rooted up and torn, the, mm-hmm. the ground torn up and the basketball court is gone and, and people are in amazement, like, what the heck happened? And mm-hmm. didn't get enough notice to be able to uh, not be shocked by this, well, it, it just was, you just don't operate that way. You're going to run a cohesive city that respects every neighborhood and, and every uh, resident, no matter what neighborhood was, they come from. There were 20, 20 trees not uh, cut down in Lincoln Park. 20. That's quite a yeah. bit. And it came yeah, as, you and know, a surprise to people. Now, um, yeah. uh, the business that, that was shut down is Cafe Hollywood on Lock Street, right? Have you spoken Correct. to the proprietor of Cafe Hollywood? And if so, what did I- that person say? Well, I haven't. Um, I reached out to him, but I haven't spoken to him yet. But I'm going to make sure that conversation happens, and um, because it is important to, you know, I've read what he said, and you know, I read an uh, in one of the articles, uh, Cynthia. I read, um, and I'm not coming against um, the the business improvement district chairman, um, Pat. I think his name is. If I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> I think his name is Patrick Noonan, but you know what? Let me scratch that because I'm not sure, but I think it is. Okay. Well, he said um, he said it, it seems from um, Valerie. Valerie, are you there? I'm going to call her again. Did Kathy uh, and uh, Mayor Sheen do that? Did they have a discussion with him? I'd like to know these things. He said they didn't, but, you know, I wanted to hear uh, a face-to-face with him or a phone conversation. And so another business. Valerie, Valerie, I lost you for a minute. So can we backtrack from the beginning of your answer? Okay. Well, I was saying that. I reached out, but I haven't uh, spoken with him yet, but I will pursue uh, um, until I do because I think it's important to know um, what his mindset is, even though it was in the paper. And I was bringing up the point that another business, uh, I think it's uh, the uh, Business Improvement District Chairman said, uh, he he made a statement that said, this business needed to be reined in uh, um, because it was rudderless or something to that effect. But the fact that another business on the block or in the area is saying, well, yeah, this this company 
this business was badly run and it needed to be reined in, it needed to be stopped, it needed this thing to happen to, they needed to be closed. And my thought was, did you talk to this business owner? Did you go down there and did did your did your association get together, send him letters? Did did you guys uh, have a meeting with him to say, look, this is a problem we're having and you need to correct it, you know, or we're going to file complaints? I wanted to know what extent did the businesses in the area and the administration did uh, uh, to talk with this this person. Now they are saying mm-hmm. that. Um, they had this many complaints and that many complaints, but I know of stories where um, bars were getting tons of complaints and they stayed open. And then I know uh, places, businesses that got a few complaints and they were shut down. So what is the criteria? And so my concern is um, we have to look closely at at these things because a state of emergency, bad weather, and you have to change things. Uh, there's a natural disaster and you use your state of emergency or there is, uh, you know, you need to set in a, a, a curfew or whatever the case may be. But to shut down a business that you think is a part of the uh, gun violence in the city and you have no proof and you you approach it in such a way like like the Gestapo, like you just are going to use your absolute power because that's what the the um, state of emergency give you. You 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 don't have to abide by the guidelines that's in the city rules, uh, the city laws. You can make your own rules, and so and um, you know absolute power corrupts absolutely. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there there are always better ways to handle things, but you have to have the there have to be a, a, a what is it an end to a means. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. You can't mm-hmm. just go and do things and and the hell away with the opinions of others and the people you serve and the people who live in the community and the people who are paying taxes and you do what you want to do and 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 everyone else can just be quiet. And 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 watch it all better because people forget people forget that the messy things that have been done by our administration and uh, but they need to remember because I'm going to say this Cynthia I really believe I'm so glad that people talked me into going into the write-in stage because mm-hmm. I thought about it and Kathy has been trying to uh, allegedly. Um, was planning to go with Hillary Clinton uh, if she had won. I heard that she went after a job at at Albany Med Center for a top position there. And um, so it doesn't seem like she really want to be the mayor. She's just holding on to the job until she finds something else to do. I don't think she has enough blood, sweat, and tears in our city and in the communities to really have a heart for uh, the things that we have a heart for. And that if she does another point, Four years, she's going to do what the heck she wants to do and not care because she will not run a fourth time. And who will clean up that mess that she leaves? So we need mm. to really seriously think about who uh, uh, and whether or not we really want to leave her in this position for another four years. So um, that is my concern. So uh, are you having fun? I, I really am because um, – 
you know, a lot of people think that write-ins can't win. They don't think it's a serious thing. But, yes, you can write uh, um, my name in. Uh, We will tell you how to do it so that it's correctly. I just found out we can't use uh, stamps like Maya Jennings did years ago. We can't use – they have to write it in. So we're going to come up with methods that they can write my name in correctly. So just getting people acclimated to that and – helping them to understand that this is so good that you can you have another opportunity to to vote for me in a different type of way that people are not used to but we're we're working to get them um get their heads ready and their minds ready that yeah we can write her in and she can win and you know Cynthia some funny stories I've read looking up uh write-ins that in, in certain small cities around the United States People didn't want either one of the candidates, and they put a cat's name in, or they put Santa Claus' name in, or they put and 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 uh, um, these these playful names have one one that had more more votes than the uh, uh, than than the people who were running. So, yeah, I am having fun more more now than I did running the primary, and um, looking forward to some good things. And I can win if people vote and understand that a write-in really can win if the people write the name in correctly. And that's just a wonderful, wonderful um, benefit that we have in this country that we can do that. Um, Why can't you and, use stamps? Why can't you use a stamp? Well, the 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 uh, Board of Elections said that I couldn't. We, we called down there to double-check. And they said, no, you can't use a stamp. And um, so that that's one thing that's not. So, But there are other ways to do it. Um, I'm excited. Uh, we're running it like, you know, we're still going to knock on doors. We're still going to uh, uh, make calls. We're still going to do, it's like we're running a campaign. It is a campaign. It's a write-in campaign. So we're running it like mm-hmm. that. And since we learned so much from the uh, primary uh running we are incorporating that and learning from the mistakes and overcoming some of the obstacles that we had and we're going forward with with energy and 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 a smile and i am enjoying energy and a smile is real good but valerie there's a there's a rumor that's going around and I've heard it from more than one source that you are acting on behalf of Kathy Sheehan, where they, they, people have told me Kathy Sheehan urged you to come, come back into the race so that you could split the votes and Kathy would win. Is there any credence to that rumor? Oh no, there's there's no 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 truth to that. And I'm and they 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 have said so many lies about me and on me, but um no. I and I'm not gonna follow that. Of course now I did I did get an email from someone who asked me not to run because it would split the vote. And my answer to that was every man is for himself. May the chips fall where they are. I have a right to run and everyone else who's in the race has a right to run. Um, I believe that if 
So um, we, if I, my team and, and the people who are working with me, and hopefully I get a lot more to work with me to get this done, I can win. The only way I won't win is that uh, people don't write my name in. It, it can be done. I fully and truly believe that. And um, so I'm obligated to go. I'm going for myself. And I have to tell you, Kathy has not contacted me or no one from her camp has contacted me with such a ridiculous, um, I don't, I think she knows me better than that. We've talked on the phone um, when my mother passed and when um, uh, some other something. Um, so no, 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 no. That is not okay. true. And I don't know. Where, I don't know where it came from, but that's, that's interesting. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying you to heard win that at all? Uh, you, you, have you heard that at all? No, I haven't. I haven't heard oh, it at okay. all. But you, the person who is lied on is the last person to know until, you know, it, it, it gets back to them, like in this case with you. No, I never heard that. But anybody who knows me uh, and knows what I stand for, um, I'm not a sellout. I'm not a sellout, and I'm not going to help. I'm going to say it this way, but I'm not going to help evil persist. And I think some of the things she does affects us so badly that it's evil. It's and and I'm running, spending my money and my time and my effort and other people's time, effort and money because I really believe that there needs to be a change and it needs to be a Democrat in the seat, not a Republican, not an independent, not anyone else. And so the voters have that opportunity to, I'm still in the race and I still uh, believe um, I can win. And um, either, either way, uh, Cynthia, um, when it's all said and done, I've done what I believed I should have done and um, will not have a bad conscience. But I hope the citizens who can vote in this city will do what they need to do so that they won't cry in the next four years about, I wish I would have voted for Val. Um, But they could stand up now and write my name in and say, well, I was one of the people who who tried to get rid of Kathy. You know, I was one of them. But um, there's a lot. There's a lot in our city that we have to overcome. A lot of the mentality, a lot of the um, old ways that many are still holding on to the old um, uh, machine. It's not as prominent and it's not as widespread or on the surface as it used to be, but it is still. There's a current of that energy still running through the city, you know, and so there's a lot to overcome, and I'm saying my prayers and depending on God, doing my due diligence, and hope that people will um, get on board. Now, when you m- made the decision and you went public with the, with the decision to do a write-in, the people that supported you and voted for you, what did they tell you? Good for you? That's wonderful? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, some of them contacted me, but everyone who found out that I was still in it said, good, good. I'm glad you are in. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're in. And then, like I said, when I thought of, when I thought of the way the primary went and I realized that there were so many different things that um, I went through that I shouldn't have gotten over 2,000 votes. 
So I thought that if things had gone smoothly, if things have not happened the way they had, um, I very well could have won the primary. And so um, why give up now? And I, I'm really thankful to people who said, don't give up, go, go, go to distance. And I'm excited about it. I'm a proud write-in candidate. I'm not saying, oh, I got, because before my attitude was, I don't want to be another write-in candidate. No, no, no. But now it's like, you know what? It's an opportunity to still be in the race, and I'm going to do my best to get people to understand that and, and write me in, write my name in, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure they uh, remember me and know how to spell the name and write it in correctly write it in on the ballot correctly. So, before I ask you for your contact information, if anybody is inclined to write you in, how would they spell your name? The, my name is spelled V as in Victor, A-L-E-R-I-E. And my middle initial is F as in Frank, and my last name spells F as in Frank, A U S T. Valerie F. Faust. Okay, so those are for everybody that's inclined to want to vote for you, but those who are inclined to come part of your campaign, to be campaign worker, whatever. Um, how could they reach you to be in a volunteer? They can reach me at uh, this telephone number, campaign number, 929-724-5064. That's 929-724-5064. You can also um, uh, reach me at my personal email because uh, we've been having trouble with the with the website email um, v as in Victor, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, A-U-S-T at gmail.com. That's vfaust at gmail.com. Uh, so you can reach me there and you can still go on the website. You can inbox me, my name, uh, on Facebook. And, and we need your help. We need your help. We're going to be doing some fundraisers and we are going to be out there um, campaigning, and so if you want to be a part of that, and I hope you do, don't give up now because I'm doing a write-in. Stay in there. Let's fight. I'm fighting. I need soldiers, so let's do this. We can do it. Okay, thank you so much, and I'm sure that we will talk again. You have been listening to uh, mayoral candidate Valerie Foss, this is South, I'm sorry. This is Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Poole. And if you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Valerie, for being on Focus on Albany. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.